VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Three weeks ago... Former FBI Director James Comey testified in the Senate about his conversations with President Trump while he was still with the FBI. And he said he had asked a friend to describe memos he had written about those discussions to the press. The president tweeted that Comey was a leaker, Comey was a leaker and his private attorney said he would be filing a formal complaint about Comey's actions with the Justice Department's inspector general. But yesterday, Bloomberg News reported that the filing of the complaint has been postponed. Here to talk with us about the president's threat to make a complaint and the postponement of it is Richard Painter, a professor at the University of Minnesota Law School who is uh, the former White House ethics lawyer under President George W. Bush. Richard, good to have you here again. Um, The source who talked to Bloomberg said that the president was postponing his complaint as a professional courtesy to independent counsel Robert Mueller uh, to give Mueller time to uh, and breathing space to do his investigation uh, and get things going, I suppose. Uh, what do you make of that explanation for postponing the filing of this complaint? Well, uh, I don't know why they postponed it, but uh, the, there are two problems with this idea of a complaint. First, uh, there is nothing to complain about. Uh, Comey did nothing wrong. Uh, he did nothing illegal nothing that would be appropriate to investigate. Uh, Could a president uh, summarily fire an FBI director or someone else uh, for taking notes of a conversation uh, with the president, giving them to somebody else? Well, maybe because the president could fire the FBI director. But, um, uh, you know, I think that there would be no complaint here of misconduct on the part of Comey. Well, there's nothing illegal about being a leaker unless you leak classified information. And this administration has consistently failed to distinguish between illegal leaks, which are classified information, and other uh, disclosures of what's going on in government uh, to the press, uh, which are uh, that's part of the democratic process. So that's the first problem. There's absolutely no complaint that could be made against Comey. The second problem is that to file a complaint, particularly a specious complaint that has no ground against Comey at this juncture, when Comey is a potential witness, almost certainly to be a witness in the Russia investigation, uh, would itself be an act that could be viewed as obstruction of justice. And then that would bring the president's lawyers into the orbit of the obstruction of justice uh, investigation, where the lawyers themselves would be investigated for obstructing justice, uh, and that would make things much, much worse. So uh, I, I never expected uh, President Trump's lawyers to file a complaint against Comey. Uh, it would have uh, very much undermined the president's case. It's, it's once again, this type of bluster, for example, this uh, reference tape, uh, tape recording of the Comey conversations, it's this bluster 
on the part of the president's lawyers to seek to intimidate. And I certainly don't think they would have followed it up with a formal complaint, which would have ratcheted up the intimidation of a witness, which, Richard, as I said once again, itself could be a crime. Richard, Comey's already been fired. Even if the Justice Department did investigate and found out that he followed the rules, besides putting a note in his file, what could the Justice Department do? What kind of jurisdiction does it have over former employees? Well, not very much. I, I don't see that he, he deviated from many rules. So I don't understand what the complaint would all be about. Um, uh, so there would be no finding of wrongdoing. I, I think that when there is serious wrongdoing by lawyers in the Justice Department, for example, the torture memos, uh, it certainly was appropriate to investigate what happened, whether or not you have jurisdiction, and try and, and correct what happened to make sure it doesn't happen again. So I wouldn't want to say the Justice Department also professional responsibility should never investigate the conduct of past employees when there's is serious misconduct, uh, but uh, there is, uh, of course, not much they can do about it with respect to that employee. Uh, but uh, I get back to my main point, which is I don't see any evidence of misconduct on part of uh, Director, former Director Comey, to begin with, uh, keeping notes of a conversation with the president, uh, disclosing those notes. He's not the president's lawyer. He doesn't have an attorney-client privilege with the president. Uh, and disclosing those notes, uh, in a, a context where his own credibility is being brought into question by the president. Uh, there is no classified information in these communications. I, I just don't see the evidence that he did anything wrong. Richard, we only have about a minute left, but many people, you know, the president has, it's been rumored he was thinking about firing Mueller, the special investi- the special prosecutor. Uh, now it's, he's saying that, you know, the sources are saying that he's, not going to file his complaint in order to give Mueller room to operate. Do you think this kind of decision or announcement is going to have any impact on what Mueller does at all? I, I don't think so. Uh, I don't think there's any uh, uh, realistic possibility that a rational president would fire Mueller. Uh, firing Mueller would itself, I think, be an act of obstruction of justice, would probably lead to the removal of the president. Uh, I, I think that would be the straw that breaks the camel's back. We've already had the firing of Comey, and that itself could very well be obstruction of justice. Fire, firing Mueller would be a, a bridge too far, uh, and I think the Trump, Trump uh, team knows that. Uh, I don't think the president is going to do that. Well, our thanks to Richard Painter, professor at the University of Minnesota Law School and former White House ethics lawyer, for being here with us today on Bloomberg Law. Osage County, Oklahoma, is getting a lot of attention right now. It's the setting of Martin Scorsese's latest film, Killers of the Flower Moon. The movie is based on a book about the 1920s Osage murders, when white men poured into Osage County and killed Osage people for their oil wealth. I'm Rachel Adams Heard, the host of In Trust, a podcast from Bloomberg and iHeartMedia. For over a year, I was reporting a different story, about other ways white people got Osage land and wealth, and how a prominent ranching family in Osage County became one of the biggest landowners here. Their ranching empire was built on land that at the turn of the century was all owned by the Osage Nation. So how'd they get it? Listen to the award-winning podcast, In Trust, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.